I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, it's Michelle here and welcome to this episode of Your Business Boost Podcast. Now, this week I want to have a little chat about feelings of inadequacy because as business owners, I think it's, you know, it's never been easier to start a business, you know, that barrier to entry to actually get going is pretty low. There's lots of resources out there for startups, create a website and social media accounts and actually start attracting customers and getting them to pay you like all thanks to technology. It's super, super easy. But the thing that becomes more difficult as time goes on is actually keep going keeping going, keeping on going through once the momentum of the early days has passed. That is when those doubts start to creep in, that fear of failure. Maybe there has been a failure or two. Things might have gone a little bit quiet because that momentum from the early days has kind of tapered off Or maybe the momentum's not sustainable and there's the feeling of overwhelm and second-guessing everything. What the hell am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. And the longer you are in it, the further into your business life you are, the stakes feel higher because you've invested more, you've got a bigger profile, there's more people looking at you, you feel more visible. And that feeling of inadequacy really drives some not necessarily fabulous decisions and actions. And I see this happen a lot. People kind of panic. They're in that state of overwhelm and they just start firing things all over the place. Well, there's two things that they do. They either start firing things all over the place or they do nothing. They like shrink. And both of those options lead to a downturn in business growth. Happens all the time. And you might be listening to this and thinking, Michelle, can you see inside my brain right now? I can't, but the reason that I'm sharing this with you today is because it is so common. It really is. And you might not even realize that you are feeling this way, but you could be unknowingly reverting to some sort of self-sabotaging behaviors. These things in isolation are not terrible, but it's when you are using them as kind of a crutch that you know, it needs sort of further investigation. So these sorts of things could be showing up as holding on to what I call like the security blanket 
for too long. So it could be holding on to your side hustle, not necessarily holding on, holding on to your side hustle, but you've got the side hustle, but you're holding on to like your main job for longer than you need to. You're resisting taking that leap. There might be a retainer client or a legacy client that is like, you know, giving you sort of the bulk of your monthly revenue, but you, you know, you're not aligned to the work that you're doing with them anymore. And you really don't want to be working with them. But it's like, well, if I get rid of them, then what if, you know, I don't get other work to make up that shortfall in revenue. Overcomplicating and overthinking things as well, or also known as perfectionism, those supremely high standards can actually be the killer of dreams and obviously the source of way more overwhelm. So too is that paralysis by analysis. So like getting lots and lots and lots of options or lots of opinions before you actually pull the trigger on something. So how many opinions do you need? How many more options do you need? Are you ever going to know more than you know right now? That avoiding making decisions because it's easy to stay there with the wheels spinning. There's the work that masquerades as work. So it's the tasks that you don't really need to be doing, but you can keep doing that. All the sort of work that is easy and unfulfilling, but pushing through that and out to the other side, that's scary. So we stay right there. Um, Procrastinating learning is something else that I talk about. So, try, you know, doing another course, doing another program. And what, by I say doing, I mean being the pupil of one, getting some more letters after your name, doing more research. Again, it's that staying right where you are and using that as a way of keeping yourself there. I understand why people do this. I do. Because it's safe right there. It's safe. I I see the kind of aftermath where women stay stuck for too long and they fall out of love with their businesses and they fall right out of love with themselves as well. And that's heartbreaking. You know, I hear women using terrible language to describe themselves, you know, idiot, dumb, foolish. I had a client last week call herself a dickhead. Like, this is not not why you got into business in the first place, to use it as a way of beating yourself up. There are ways to move through this, but I am sharing this today because I I guess I want to normalize the fact that running a business is bloody challenging. Like it really, really is. And I was always going to, I was always going to record this episode this week, but a couple of weeks ago, I saw a quote that I wanted to share with you that really kind of put a spotlight on what I'm talking about today. And that was from Adam Grant, who is an organizational psychologist. You may have seen his stuff reposted and shared on Instagram. His his content gets shared a lot. Um, I don't necessarily agree with everything he says, but this particular quote really struck me. Um, and it was, questioning your abilities doesn't mean you have imposter syndrome. It's a normal response to a challenging or difficult task. The absence of doubt breeds arrogance and feeling unsure maintains humility. Now, he can be a very polarizing guy, but he's got a point here. It is normal. It is normal to question your abilities. 
Running a business is challenging every single day. I hate to say it, but that doesn't go away because if it was really, really easy, everyone would be doing it, everyone, but they're not. You are the brave one. You're the one that took the plunge in the first place and took that leap, backed yourself, and you are continuing to show up day in, day out. And most of us, most of the time, do not have a bloody clue what we're doing. Remember, I see behind the scenes of so many businesses, all those women that you look up to, they don't all know what they're doing all of the time. They doubt themselves and second guess themselves just like you do, right? So I am not here today to downplay your pain or, you know, say that, you know, what's challenging for you shouldn't be a challenge because it's not challenging for me. I just feel like we need to normalize this stuff, but in the spirit of me giving you, you know, actual tactics and strategy here, I want to share with you some tools that you can put into your business toolkit, your mindset toolkit, more the point, for when these feelings of questioning yourself, when you feel, and I'm paraphrasing here, but when you feel like an idiot, when you feel like you don't know what the hell you're doing, when you want to burn down your business, and that is often that, you know, that's kind of the last stage. It's like women get to this point where they just don't want to do what they're doing anymore. And for some people, that is a daily, <laughs> a daily occurrence. For other people, it happens less frequently. But I want to share with you you some tools that you can use for when this uncertainty strikes. So first things first is just to be self-aware, to notice when you are feeling this way. Because often people bury it, like they, you know, it's buried under all of those, you know, the things that I was talking about earlier. So just being self-aware and recognizing how you're feeling or recognizing when you are falling into those patterns that aren't serving you, that are keeping you small. You know, once you've recognized what you're doing, then you can actually do something about it. So once you have that self-awareness, then I want you to focus on what is actually the truth. Because so often our thoughts we can talk ourselves into something being a particular way. So something that I heard a bit last quarter from a number of, of women in my world was, oh, my God, I'm having such a bad quarter. Uh, you know, business is really bad this quarter. I'm like, really? Let's have a look at that. Let's look at the evidence, the facts. Are you having a bad quarter or does it just feel like you're having a bad quarter. And then when we look at the truth of the matter, what the numbers were, these particular women, and I'm thinking of three in particular right now, every single one of them was doing better than they were in the first quarter of the year, and they were doing better than they were the year before. So things were not as bad as they seemed. They just felt bad. So when you're feeling this way, look for the facts. Something that is also factual is the contents of your feedback file. Now, if you don't have a feedback file, that is your action today is to start one. Now, this is either a folder in your emails 
or a folder on your desktop. It must be visible. This folder must be visible. It can't be something buried in your Google Drive that you never refer back to. This is somewhere where you store all of the feedback from clients, friends, family, all the people that love you and have loved what you've done for them, testimonials, all that kind of thing. Just keep it in that folder. And that is the place that you go when you are feeling less than, when you are questioning yourself, when you are you know, wondering if you're ever going to get another new client again, go into that folder and remember how bloody good you are. Okay. And, you know, I hate, there's this saying that you shouldn't believe your good reviews, because if you believe the good reviews, you have to believe the bad ones as well. And I call utter bullshit on that, right? People have actually taken the time to thank you, to tell you the the transformation that you have had in their lives or, or whatever. Like people have gone to effort to actually give you those that feedback and those testimonials. Believe them. Believe them. They wouldn't tell you if it wasn't true, okay? Um, speaking of good reviews and great people, make sure you have a cheer squad. People around you who believe in you. You need to surround yourself with good people. I really, really hope that you have people in your life who love you and cheer you on. Ideally, they need to understand what it is that you're doing. You know, I know I've talked about this a lot in terms of like family and friends who don't have a clue what a lot of us do in our businesses. Obviously, we need that love, but it's really nice to have your business buddies cheering you on as well. So make sure you've got those people who can just kind of talk you down off a ledge as well. Sometimes it's just that ability to talk it out with someone that just makes all the difference. You know, I do that a lot for my clients. They, they Like I do SOS calls, like they'll just ping me a message and go, like I just need, and I'll just jump on the phone 10 minutes, tell me what's going on. And, you know, we talk it through. It's just like that sounding board. We all need it in our lives. So make sure that you've got someone like that for you. And if you feel that you are being bombarded with mixed messaging, you're, you know, hate following people that are, you know, making you feel even worse about yourself, just stop doing that. Use the mute button. That's what it's there for. You don't need your head filled with watching (laughs) people and listening to them going on with stuff that is really triggering for you. Just mute them. And the other really, really important thing is to track your successes. You know, this is very in line with the focusing on what's true, but if you do success tracking as a regular practice in your business, you are going to see the growth. You're going to see the improvements. Okay, maybe, you know, it's not a straight line up. There might be, you know, a few peaks and troughs, but you can also see the patterns. So, you know, using the example of people often in January, things go a little bit quiet and then they have the February freak out, which I've talked about before. So it's like, okay, if you're looking at year on year, you can see that, okay, it's all right. It's okay. Things are down at the moment because that's what happens every year. And it's just that reassurance, focusing on what's true, keeping a track of what's going on in your business and 
looking at it. Don't just save it for once a year. I talk about keeping the ta-da list. So that's a list of all of your successes. And it can be the littlest of things, things that have made you feel good through the weeks. Keeping that success mindset, that more positive mindset, that is what is going to help you when the wheels are really, really spinning. So I hope that those tools help you. I'm such a big believer in action being the antidote to anxiety, but it has to be the right action. And I think so often, you know, when we're in a state of overwhelm, we can just fire left, right and center out of panic. That's when things can get into a bigger mess. So it's focusing on that right action and using those tools to just center yourself. Just And just ask yourself too, I think this is probably the thing that I wanted to leave you with, is when you are questioning yourself, when you're comparing yourself to everyone else, when you're feeling inadequate, just ask yourself, why not? Why not me? Why can't it be me? What's stopping me? Nothing. You get to decide right here, right now, you get to decide what you're going to do, when you're going to do it. That is the wonderfulness of having your own business. You can be unapologetically yourself and build the business of your choosing. You're the boss. You get to decide. And while that may feel incredibly scary sometimes, it is also ridiculously empowering Because of that, because you are brave, because you took the leap, because you keep showing up every single day, the possibilities for you are actually limitless. They really, really are. So just keep that front of mind. Please, I am cheering you on. I really am. Let me know how this has helped you. Share with me what action you're taking as a result of listening to today's episode. I absolutely love hearing from you when you tell me what you have done as a result of this stuff that I share with you. It's really, it really helps me as well because I, you know, I'm sitting here recording this, speaking into my microphone, but I have this vision of you and thinking about what it is that you could do from listening to this today. So let me know. I am cheering you on. I believe in you. I know that you can do this. Keep going. Don't cut yourself off at the knees. Don't stop your brilliance from getting out into the world. You're not an idiot. You're not dumb. You're not foolish and you're not a dickhead. You are bloody fantastic. Sing out. Let me know how you go. Have a fabulous week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.